Welcome back to Breaking Bullying. I've had a busy couple of weeks, so I didn't have a lot of time to record some new episodes. So today, I am airing an unaired episode that Bruce and I recorded last spring. And I didn't air it because at that time, we had a different direction for the show than we do today. And the recording was pretty short. So this week, I'm bringing back my former co-host, Bruce, and we talked to the creator of the Buns and Abs of Steel workout videos, Tammy Lee Webb, as she discusses about her bullying that she received when she was younger. Let's dive right into this after I hit the music. And joining us now to share her own story of childhood bullying is the author and originator of the Buns of Steel series of exercise workout, a woman who has reshaped the lower half of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, Tammy Lee. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. <laughs> yes, I'm best known for my backside, which was what I was mostly teased about and bullied when I was a child. Well, let's get a little history here. Tell us about, I mean, we're just diving directly right in. What were your experiences? How did it happen? How long did it happen? Tell us about your life. Um, so I, it started when I first recognized that I was being teased. And back then we would say teased. We didn't use the term bully, but I realized today it was being bullied. What age did this all begin? So this was probably when I was about, I want to say eight, eight or nine. And I would be out playing and whether I was playing with girls or boys, they would tease me about my, which they back then they called it a bubble butt. And um, I didn't think a whole lot about it, but it was, I guess, because it wasn't the average backside. Um, so you say they, who were they? They were other kids. So there are other kids my age, um, some were a little bit older. I noticed it. When, for instance, one of the stories is that I, that I really recognized it was I went out shopping with some of my girlfriends. Um, and by this time, we're probably 12. Our parents let us go to a store and we we're going to try on jeans. And the girls that I was with were all very petite. And I was petite as well, but I had curves already. And when I would put on uh, the jeans, I couldn't wear the same size. Not that back then you don't think, well, we all should be around the same size, but it was more about, I had to get a bigger size to get over my backside, but then my waist, because it was so much smaller, it was just bigger. So I always had to take my, take in the waist or get bigger sizes because my backside was bigger than everybody else's. My God, how uncomfortable I am going to be talking about a 12 year old girl in these terms. But you mentioned you had curves and you mentioned curves. You mentioned at the very least it started around eight years old. So you developed early ahead of your friends or you just were. No, let me back up. So early on being called a bubble butt when you're eight, you're not, 
it, this is pre-development, so preteen. Okay, your bodies, no matter how old you are, are genetically determined. So my father was an athlete. He had a very developed athletic body, where my mother did not have much of a backside. I obviously inherited my father's backside. So even as a little girl, you could you could tell that, you know, I had no flat bottom back there. I had I had a nice round bottom. But of course, back then it wasn't in vogue. It was I was just teased, either called bubble butt. They would tease me uh, about looking like some big that I was going to grow up to look like a particular person because they had a big butt. And so in my little mind, I was thinking, I'm going to, I I must have something that's not normal. And I'm going to grow up looking a certain way, which wasn't pleasing. And, and only when I went into like development, then you just start developing a little bit more curves. And so that would get even more defined. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So you're the, okay. So you you're physically different, Bruce. You look lost. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, because what we're doing, <laughs> the the thing that's happening here is, even though Tamily is no longer eight to twelve years old, we are talking about the physical characteristics of a post toddler and it makes me want to be careful about how I phrase things because I don't want to be like, so at eight years old, you got your bum bum going on and that's not good. So, so yeah, but I noticed your ass is quiet. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's put things in perspective here, Timmy boy. <laughs> so Tammy, did you do anything to cover it up when you were younger to try to avoid that attention? Well, I, so I don't think it was anything to cover it up as in clothing, but what I would do is I would bring it to everybody's attention before they can make fun of me. Like I already knew that my, I had a bubble butt. I already know that. Yeah. I can stand here and be in three rooms at one time. Okay. Cause my butt's so big, it can be in another room as I'm standing in this room. So I just started bringing it up before anybody else could bring it up. Yeah, it takes the power out when you pull the joke first. You defu- you diffuse the situation yes. and you take the ammunition away, which is yes. a decent survival skill, but also still. Um, was there, out of, out of the normal kid teasing around, and part of the reason I asked about the day is sometimes it's not just like the standard playground kind of messing with each other. Sometimes there's a couple people who really develop the taste of blood and you have your bully, this guy, this girl is the one coming after you. Did you have that person who effectively rode you, maybe phrase that a different way, who basically was always on top of you, like really trying to make you feel inferior? Mm -hmm. Feel bad. Honestly, I would have to say it was my brother's. So I had um, I had younger brothers and I had a lot of male cousins and I don't know why they would bring it up, but 
they would always tease me. And I think it's because they knew it bothered me because when somebody else would tease me about it, it would bother me. But when my brothers would tease me about it, I just beat them up. I'm like, it's not going to bother me. I don't care what you say. And obviously it turned out to be my greatest asset. <laughs> so the joke's on them, right? Did the majority of the bullying happen at school, the playground, or was it just at home with your cousins? It, it was, it would be more like on the playground. So if I was playing basketball with the boys or the girls, and usually I, I played a lot with guys and I could beat them. And I think that is probably part of why they got mad and they would just call me bubble butt. But I remember one time there was an older girl. She was in eighth grade. So I was in sixth grade, I think. And she was making fun of me. And I thought, wow. I mean, first of all, when you're that age, you look at older peers or people that are older than you as somebody that you hopefully look up to. But she was kind of a bully. I, I don't think that she was a person that went around just being kind to everybody. Um, when somebody bullies you, I always think, and, th and I thought about this when I was little too, because I remember going to um, one of my favorite aunts and telling her, you know, I get called bubble butt a lot and, and it hurts my feelings sometimes, depending on who it's coming from. And her response was, well, this just means that you're special. You have something that they don't have. And a lot of times when somebody's calling you out on something, which might sound like they're bullying you or teasing you and, and teasing in a negative way, it's because you have something that they don't have or you're different. So they want to call you out on it. And so I kind of took that as, okay, I'll go with the special. I have something special, but it wasn't until I got into studying about the human body that it dawned on me that our bodies are made up based on our parents. We inherit certain parts of our parents' bodies. And, and not everybody is the same, but the gluteus, in fact, I was just writing, responding to an article for AARP today, I'm writing on the importance of the gluteus or your backside, of uh, the importance of what it does function for your body. And, and of course, when I was younger, I didn't know any of this. I just knew I was getting teased for it. And when I'd go to buy clothes, I noticed it because I'd have to buy bigger clothes. So there are certain things that always brought it back to my attention. And I find it very interesting that today that's what I'm known for is my buns. Did you ever go to your parents about this issue? See what they would say to help you out to handle these kids? Mm. I don't, that was so long ago. If I did, they would just say, stop teasing your sister or yes, it's a cute web butt. That's what they'd call it because there are other relatives with that distinct backside on, on my fam in my family. So yeah, it's better than a flat one. Growing up, knowing you had the bubble butt, did that affect your self-esteem as you got older, going into high school? 
Yeah, because it was, I was always aware of it. So it's just like if you, if you had a, you know, a deformity or a speech problem, you'll bring it up. One of the other things that I I had that I would get teased a lot, and I get teased even now as an adult, but how I deal with that is completely different. And I didn't know this either when I was younger, is I'm dyslexic. So I would say certain words and they they wouldn't come out right. I wouldn't pronounce them right. Or if I go and write something or I'm reading something, you read it different than what than what it is. But now as an adult, I just, you know, I just kind of laugh about it and go, well, I call them webisms. I just make up my own names and this is what it really meant. My friends who are, are, are true friends of mine, they just laugh because they know what I meant. But I'm not sure that it was the same when you're younger because people are so hyper aware of what people are wearing as kids, what they're saying, what they're doing. You kind of want to fit in. So yeah, it was that I would say is more concerning as today than it was back then. As far as my backside, I was very aware of it going into high school, still aware of it. It wasn't, you know, the backside was not popular. I would just know that it was there. I'd never, I wouldn't bring it up as much as I got older. If somebody said something, I would just say, well, be careful. I could sit on you. You know, I'd make a joke out of it. Were you still teased in high school? Not, not too bad. It wasn't, I don't remember it as much in high school as I did being a kid. And when did it stop? When I became Buns of Steel. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think it was clearly in high school. I mean, I still had it, but nobody really called me out on it. And I think it just kind of, kind of went away. And high school is kind of more in your head thinking like, oh God, they're all staring at my butt. You know, I don't like this. Yeah. But. In yes. reality, probably not. So. Right. And you think about those things. And if you're teased as a kid, you're going to carry that on because it's ingrained. It's like a mm-hmm. part of your landscape. And you're hoping that nobody else notices. So I would be hyper aware of when I put something on, I wasn't going to wear anything tight. Say it was a tight dress where you would it would be noticeable. Back then, I would have worn something a little bit, you know, flowy or loose to hide it so it doesn't stand out. Nowadays, everybody's wanting it to show off. So when did you start owning, like, okay, I have this, I have this, but when did you start owning that and how'd you get into the buns of steel? Um, I really started owning it when I got into fitness and learning about the human body. So when I went to college, I decided I wanted to go into something that was physical. Back then, most women were doing, they were becoming physical education teachers. And I so did not want to do that. Um, it was an era when aerobic dance studios were popping up, women's bodybuilding, which I, I got into. But it was knowing how the human body works and how important our glutes are that I knew how to train them. So I wasn't going to go in and do tons of squats 
already had the shape. I just needed to keep it strong. I didn't need to build it. As opposed to my clients today, I have some clients who come to me and they they want a backside. And so they might have more of a flat butt and we just work on building that up. So it's learning about the body that really became, helped me gain confidence in my backside. And then when I went on to do um, Buns of Steel, I was like, okay, now I have lots of confidence because I think it was about the time, like I remember doing an interview and somebody saying, oh yeah, you have a backside like Beyonce. And I go, who's Beyonce? You know, or, and then you look at the Kardashians, everybody's going and getting some implant or putting stuff in there to get that, that backside that, that is so popular right now. And in fact, someone accused me of a butt implant. And I'm like, are you kidding? Let me show you pictures of me as a child, as a kid. I've always had this backside. What would you say to other people that have, I don't know, do we call it a disformity or you thought your big butt was a, was a disformity? What would you say to those people on how to overcome that to try to stop thinking about, oh, are they looking at me? Um, I think everyone's staring at me. Yeah. What, what would you tell those people? I, because I have some friends who um, their kids have either certain learning disabilities um, or some physical disabilities. And first of all, I, I'm like, just, just don't engage with them for one thing or two, educate them. Because some people don't understand. You, we're so quick to judge, especially as children or young adults. But there might be other issues going on. And sometimes if you talk about, well, this is, this is why I have this. You know, for me, it's, it's hereditary. I didn't, I didn't ask for it. I didn't go and enlarge my backside. I, this was gifted to me from my father. So I look at it as a gift. But um, sometimes I'll also say, if they're teasing you, ask them, are you okay? <laughs> Turn it back onto them. I'm like, are you okay? Something is clearly wrong with you, but you don't want to get into any argument. You want to either disregard it. And then what I always like to do, whenever I always think of things like this, there's negatives and positives. There's yin and yang is that if somebody is putting you down or teasing you about something, then I always go internally and I go to something that makes me feel good. And it's either watching a video that makes me laugh or makes me happy. Typically it's animals. And so it takes that feeling of being one way and turning it into something that is more positive. Now, a lot of people, when they're bullied and they overcome it, they kind of find like a lesson. They, they learned a lesson out of it, why this has happened to them and it turned out to be a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Would you say that would be the same for you? Like going being bullied as a child with your big butt, um, was that a good thing in the long run for you? Going through that, being teased, because now you're, you know, you you shot videos. Did that affect you as an adult? Yes, I think it was a good thing. It's what I learned from it is, is to not everything that looks or sounds negative from somebody else actually is. 
it turned into be, like I said, my greatest asset. But at the time, you're not quite sure because you don't see beyond that. It's like, okay, so everybody's teasing me about this. Why is this so bad? Well, it wasn't popular back then. Until Sir Mix-a-Lot made it popular. Right. And um, I, I, I just think that that sometimes people will tease you or bully you because it's something that they're lacking or they don't have. So Tammy Lee Webb, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to find you? Yeah, I'm online. You can either contact me through TammyLeeWebb.com or uh, Tammy Lee at Web Workouts. That's my last name, Webb, W-E-B-B. They can just contact me there. I get I answer all emails. It might take me a little bit of time, but I will answer. Um, I love helping people. That's why I'm in this industry. <laughs> if there's one thought that you would like to impart to the general public, Tammy Lee Webb, what would it be? Now I'm going to do that again, <laughs> not as William Shatner. Okay. <laughs> that was not William Shatner. I don't know what you're saying, Tim. Tammy Lee, if there is one thought you would like to impart to the public, one nugget of wisdom you'd like to share, what would that be? Well, one of the things I always tell people is if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. And our bodies are one thing externally, but we also have an internal uh, voice that's constantly going on. Your mind, your internal voice is talking to you all the time and your body feeds off of that energy so whatever you do remember you it's up to you to motivate yourself to talk nicely to yourself and remind you that you are a gift you are a gift to your friends your family and to everybody else that meets you and you have to own that nobody has a right to change that i love it Sometimes we have our own little voice in our head that tells us the wrong things. Mm -hmm. and you nailed it. You're 100% correct on that. Love it. Yeah. Always, Tammy Lee, we thank you so much for coming on. And for myself, you can always find us at our very own website, which is www.breakingbullying.com. You can also reach out to us at our email address. If you have a story of your own bullying to share, or for whatever reason, you want to get a hold of us, our email address is breakbullyinghere at gmail.com. Now, if you're a victim of bullying and you don't know where to turn, there is online resources to help you. The first is the government's very own anti-bullying website, and the address is www.stopbullying.gov. And other online resource is www.pacer.org backslash bullying. Now, if you have had thoughts of suicide or of self-harm, we implore you to stop. Reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. That number is very simple. It's 988. I'm Tim Flynn, and thank you for listening. And we will be back next week to continue the conversation to break the silence on bullying.